rolling. Yeah. Um. Twenty twenty. First of all. Twenty twenty. But uh. In twenty eighteen, something happened. Drastic. Something drastic happened. God of War came out, and I just beat it two weeks ago. And I was a big fan. I don't know the slightest about God of War. Okay. So I don't even know how to respond to that. But I'm happy for you. I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate that. I, I've turned a new leaf. But uh, you know where we at. Please you know please. where we at. And you know what's about to happen. So uh, play God of War. And here we go. Hey, class. How you guys doing? Get quiet in here. Hey, sit down. Hey, be quiet. Shut the fuck up. Another episode of the Super F Podcast is about to start. Welcome back to another episode of the Super F Podcast. We are here today with a lot of shit weighing heavy on us. Well, weighing heavy on me, and I'm about to lay it off <laughs> on Isaiah. <laughs> punching bag. This is what you do with your fucking friends. Emotional punching bag right here. All right. So, today. Well, last night. Bro, you, you ever seen them tweets where they'd be like, um, uh, before you start telling your uh, friend your life story, make sure they can handle it. And <laughs> da, 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 da. I'm like, fuck that. What the are fuck? you talking about? First of all, bro? you my friend. I already, I'm aware of what you can handle emotionally because we only friends if there was some type of understanding emotionally absolutely but anywho i say culturally yeah man ask permission for everything damn (laughs) hey you gonna be able to take this shit i'm gonna tell you (laughs) (laughs) what you about to tell me i don't know can you take it i can't tell you until i know you can take it how the fuck can you preface that man but anyways so last night i was being a fucking fbi detective um which i usually I mean, I, I like watching documentaries and shit, so... Had her up in the depths of night. Oh, yes. You know what I'm saying? And I wasn't mad at it, but this was serious shit. Now, to, to give everybody an understanding, uh, was a ha- what's happening now is there's this app or this company called Wayfair, right? And you've supported them. I've supported them. I bought my bed from them. And now knowing what I know, I'm fucking disgusted. Being but, enlightened. Um... Yeah, so they are getting, they're basically having a sex trafficking scandal with kids, blah, blah, blah. And the reason this this came about is because someone noticed that, uh, and if you ever shopped on Wayfair, you are well aware that they are very uh, frugal with their prices. It's very affordable uh, stuff. I I got my bed. I got a low-platform bed, really nice bed for like 200 bucks, two and some change, whatever. Um, But if you shop there, you know that everything is fairly cheap. Um, except for like TV stands and setups and shit like that. But anyway, so someone noticed that they were selling industrial cabinets. If you know what an industrial cabinet looks like, it's a it's a a small cabinet. It's like a portable cabinet, whatever. Uh, not that small. It's pretty tall. Anyway, it's skinny as fuck. Um, but yeah, they're selling these cabinets, and this is the most expensive item on their website. It ranges from ten thousand all the way to twenty thousand, and everything in between. Now, that's not the, uh, that's not that odd, you know, this fucking cabinet, whatever, blah, blah, blah. The oddest part about this shit is each cabinet has a name 
And they do the same thing with pillows. They have this pillow. It's a small pillow. like a. It's called a throwaway pillow. And it has a little star on it. Some have, it's a baby, there's baby lamps. Um, and you'll understand why in a second. There's baby lamps um, also with these names and all this other information. So a lot of people were like, why the fuck are they selling items that are attached to fucking names? Like, why is there a cabinet with the name Savannah? Uh, why is there a cabinet with the name Jordan or whatever those fucking name they use so people started taking the SKU codes and typing them in and searching it and finding that these uh searching the um information they get the names of the items and missing child files right and each name of each item had a missing child attached to it now that was the craziest shit I was like and just to think why the fuck are these cabinets so high priced in what logical world? And last night they came out and said that they had a fucking glitch in the system. Mm. What glitch in the system? You do, why do y'all even have names? If this is a furniture place, why is there names like Savannah, Jordan, for cabinets? I've never in my fucking life seen a cabinet named. I, I mean, it just didn't sit right with me. So I started going on a fucking... I just started... A rampage. I, w- I went to Reddit, and Reddit just has a fucking... You know the people on Reddit, man. These are fucking hey, man, can scholars. We, can we, I was about to say, Reddit is one of my favorite websites to go to. Yep. Non-judgmental. I mean, whatever subreddit you in, y'all serious about what y'all talking about. Yep. So we fuck with Reddit. Exactly. Big Reddit supporters on this podcast. Definitely. So I go to Reddit last night, and I'm in Reddit for at least an hour, 30 minutes. Okay. Okay. And Reddit is just going on a tangent. And these are fucking scholars. <laughs> Man, these are trained profession- listen, professionals. I don't know if they're scholars, but they make a hell of a lot of sense. And they're smart people, bro. People who use Reddit are usually smart. I don't give a fuck what you're talking about. <laughs> it's not everybody have. But anyways, I go to fuck. I'm starting to read this shit. And one of the people in Reddit typed up a long ass essay. I'm reading this shit. Shit making sense. I'm finding out new information. Then he tags a link. Now, this link is of a documentary on YouTube talking about Pizzagate. I have never heard about Pizzagate in my life until last oh, this morning. So I, I'm like, I'm watching the video, and it's showing how all the higher up and what, what what would be considered elites in America. You got your police officers, you got your um, judges, um, fucking every uh, fucking, uh, what's the word, what's the word? Like when you run in for like offices and shit, what are you? Uh, like a senator? You got your senators, you got all that shit, like legislation and Whatever else they're called. Uh, politician. Politicians. Um, yeah. You have all of them who tie into it. And you have um, the biggest place for this is Washington and Hollywood. And I just learned so much about Hollywood. It just, it really just, Hollywood should be named Sin City. You know what I'm saying? I swear to God. Just, Shout out Las Vegas. Just, just hearing all of this information and seeing how these people, and it's not like it's not known information. Everyone can look this information up and see that it is real. It's just not publicized. And since it's the higher-ups, there is no nothing. There's nothing to be done. If they're doing it, they're getting caught for it. What else are you going to do? You gonna, what are you going to do with a judge? <laughs> <laughs> Who going to judge the judge? <laughs> so it's like, man, it's just fucking crazy. I just learned a lot, and it made my skin crawl. I really felt so ill knowing that there's children right now who are just being trafficked, sold, 
fucked babies. There's really people we look up to. You know what I'm saying? And I remember they was talking about Kevin Spacey, and it, it just broke my heart because my I grew up loving Kevin Spacey. I swear to God, man. one one of my favorite actors Absolutely. of all time. Man. Absolutely, man. and just to just to hear the part that he plays in all of this fucking pedophile ring, it's just so fucking tragic. Three people in the same year of when Kevin was accused died. Yeah, died. And I know uh, when he was going to trial. Um, I know one of one of them dropped their case. Mm-hmm. Like they just dropped it before they even went. And I think one of them committed suicide mm-hmm. before, or suicides in fucking yeah. quotation marks. Jeffrey Epstein suicide. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, I was a big Kevin fan. I was yeah. I was broken when I heard that because Kevin man. Spacey was top ten for me. I top mean, ten. I love watching him and everything, and I still, you know, I still watch his movies and I still yeah. love his movies. But yeah. what he has done. And what he has been accused mm-hmm. of is just there. There will be no further Kevin Love growth. I think whatever resonated with me as a child is still in me. Absolutely. Um, but I think anything past, you know, with that that childhood memory is it's just not gonna develop anything new for no new love for Kevin. Unfortunately, but. and it, and it's so it's so terrible. Um, like seeing just people in these positions of uh, power and just. Um, yeah. I mean, just at the top of their game and whatever craft that they're in, acting like that, like being dickheads. I mean, yeah. just you're being touching more little than boys. And you're fucking kids, babies. When, if you watch this documentary, there is just so – I can't remember the name of it. And the crazy shit is you have to search for this shit. If you were to type this in, it would not pop up. You have to literally go to the link. But anyways, um, just, just learning so much about pedophilia. Now, I, it was it's a saying saying – Fiction is way more easy to believe than truth. And that be, that is because truth has walls. You can only believe the truth as far as what you believe. Like aliens. If your mind is limited to believing that humans are the only things that are on Earth or the only things that exist, you cannot fathom that a truth may be that aliens exist. Your mind doesn't go that far. Now, fiction is unlimited. It is spacious. You can believe whatever fucking thing you want to believe because it, it's never ending. There's no truth to it. There's no, you know what I'm saying, no barrier. It just flows. It just happens. But anyways, so when people hear the word pedophile, it's almost as if it's just, um, and I, I, reson- I resonated this with me, it's almost like it just flies over my head. Pedophile. Yeah. It just seems, maybe you just eat weird. Or maybe, you know what I'm saying, that's how um, normal the word is to me. It sounds like something that people just do. When you actually think about it, it is adults fucking children and babies. Babies. If you ever held a baby in your fucking life, imagine, you know what I'm saying? Just just put, I'm not going to say everything. I'm not going to fake it. But you can fucking use your imagination. Imagine that. That's fucking sick. It's sick. It's more than sick. It's skin. Oh, my God. I just don't even understand the thought process because, I mean, these kids are just so vulnerable. And I feel like there's a sense of control with these children. And it's just like, what do you, how do you get off from just yeah, doing that? I mean, just looking at it, just looking at them. I mean, yeah. like. It's definitely a power thing. Definitely. Absolutely. Um, um, like the, excuse me, like the Jeffrey uh, Epstein thing. When they were describing his island and the positions that children played. So you had these little kids who would dress up nicely. They were in elegant wear, usually bathing suits. Um, they had nice little bathing suits on, 
and when people came over, they would do everything. They were the little servants, you know what I'm saying? They were the servants of whatever. Um, so it is definitely a – and if you watch the Jeffrey Epstein documentary on Netflix, um, a little spoiler here, but they tell you shit like um, – he used to target pain, painters, young painters in New York. He would target them at what he wanted them to come stay at his home for summer, paint pictures, look at the land, blah 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 blah, pay for them to go to school. But he would he has he had a massage type ring thing going on where he would have men who worked in these higher up places come get massages, like a happy ending massage from these fucking kids. And it's just crazy, man. It's just so Crazy man. It is so sick. And I haven't watched the Jeffrey Epstein documentary, mm-hmm. but I am interested in it, and I do want to watch it. Yeah. But I mean, just come on. I mean, what what are we doing? I mean, man. <laughs> like like I mean, it's obviously like a mental illness. I mean, it has to be. See, but I don't even think that. Man, it, it, there has to be something. Just there's a chemical See, imbalance okay, to just yes. think that that is oh, o- that is okay. Most definitely. But what I'm thinking with this type of system and this type this type of ring, that's not the case. Because if it is a higher up thing, these people don't start off. You think just all the pedophiles in the world were like, let's be elites, politicians, fucking police officers. No. <laughs> they got in these positions, they went to these parties, and they seen what was happening. And they adapted to the culture of what they were in. You know what I'm saying? You even, and it breaks my heart to say, and I don't want to believe this shit until I believe this shit. So I got to see more evidence of <laughs> this guy. Fucking Obama, bro. Obama. He is at he is seen at one of the houses playing ping pong with the little girl. And <laughs> yeah, I've definitely had to read more into that yeah. one because I, I don't know that one's a little hard to swallow. But uh, I definitely got to find more about Obama, man. I'm giving Obama the benefit of the doubt, bro. I mean, you know, presidents got to kiss babies, man. I mean, you know, no, fuck they, you. I mean, they, you know, they go on the tour. They got to show no, love bro. to the kids. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know about that one. That's such a weird-ass fetish of adults. Hey, hug my child. Take a picture with my kid. Kiss my baby. We go to fucking church, dip my baby in this water, and kiss my baby. <laughs> it's fucking weird. Fuck. It's Man. definitely weird. But uh, they got a lot going on out here in regards to pedophilia yeah, and man. molestation and just Do being fucking research. weird. We're about to get off this topic, but there is a spiritual warfare going on. If you cannot see that all the evil things are being exposed and brought to life at one time in one year, you're fucking crazy. If you don't pay attention to that, you live in a bubble, and when shit really goes down, you're gonna be, you're gonna, the feeling of outer bodiness is going to be sickening to you because you're not aware, you're just not aware of your surroundings, what's happening in the world. And being aware doesn't mean being in fear. Being aware isn't le- oh, I know, let me go jump to try to save somebody. That's not it. But when you figure out what's happening around you, you find solace in yourself and you try to, you know what I'm saying? You just operate differently. I can't explain it. It's all everybody's journey. If you seek if you seek that type of shit, you will understand what I'm saying, but if not, then you won't. But, uh, but yeah, man, protect your kids. I mean, protect your, protect kids, your kids, man. Bro, it's at all that, costs. Bro. Expose these motherfuckers. Fuck, fuck protecting the kids. <laughs> Get them out of there so we don't got to protect shit. <laughs> Expose these bitches. Get them up out of there. But yeah, man, fuck everybody in the U.S. <laughs> Stranger danger. Stranger danger, man. But uh, how you feel about Kanye 2020, man? It's not real. And why do you say that? Because if you just know the history of Kanye, this is just Kanye's pattern. 
Whenever he, whenever he releases music or when he wants to show, show he has something like his new land, his new fucking farm in Iowa or Wyoming, Wyoming. <laughs> he wants to display his new shit. He always comes at it from a Kanye-esque way, which is showing what benefits Kanye. Here, this is what I'm doing. Look at me. You know what I'm saying? What is the most attention-seeking shit for Kanye here? I'm running for president. <laughs> me, Kanye, me. I'm running for president. I just don't. It's not real, bro. It's just not real. But if he does do it, I feel like it wouldn't be of a norm, normalcy. If anything, it is of the norm now because we have a fuckhead named Donald Trump in office. Absolutely. Who knows, who knew, and probably still doesn't know anything about politics and mm. anything about that system. Not not Donald Trump supporters here. And <laughs> my, my biggest reason is um I saw a video where he was getting on the plane. <laughs> He's getting on the plane. He had an umbrella, and he walked through the door. He couldn't fit the umbrella yeah. through the Real door. Real fucking he, lazy guy. He, he didn't close the umbrella, so he just threw it. I mean, he just threw it out, and I was like, no, no, Real bro. fucking slouch. I'm out. This I'm is who out. we have in I office, a I fucking pig. You, you can't close the umbrella? You can't close the umbrella. You American man. And you can't close and it? you can't close the umbrella? Fuck Hell you. Hell no. These soldiers no, fucking bro. die. And they got to salute, stand firm when you walk past. You can't close a fucking umbrella, you fucking dickhead. Stop playing with me. <laughs> fuck you, Donald that Trump. That is not my president. I don't give a For fuck. For that reason, exactly. You do a lot of dumb shit, but that is by far yeah, that, that, the most that's, outlandish shit you've ever that's done. That's the fucking feather that broke the camel's back. I mean, I saw that, and I was like, hell no. <laughs> and the little hair piece he got going oh. on. Fucking follicle. Man. That shit is not attached to his head. It's not. That he bitch, that bitch kind of hard, though. That bitch kind of hard. I ain't gonna cap. It's like a fucking convertible top. <laughs> you get fucking hot, that bitch just roll on back, man. <laughs> they got the drop top. They <laughs> got the drop top, bro. That shit just get the rolling back. But when 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 you know voting happens and Kanye West is on is on there, would you be placing your vote for Kanye? Um, I will. I will. I would, and I will. And the reason I said it is because I really don't believe in. Any any system that exists, I don't believe that any system benefits me. I believe that every system has ploys and loopholes and rabbit holes of just evil. Um, so I don't trust anything. So if I want to play, I will vote for Kanye and then I move into Canada. And I will watch from the news of all the bullshit that is taking on. Because Kanye, I don't know his intentions behind anything. He's a very hard guy to read. Um... And it's just, just based on his history and shit that he said in the past, it's just hard to think that he thinks like, he, put it like this, I kind of believe that, ter- I mean, oh, fuck, Kanye has a Terry Crews mindset. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard about all this Terry Crews shit. Not at all. But Terry Crews is the most fucking Uncle Tom ass Wait, you talking about the actor? Yes. Terry Crews? Okay. <laughs> He's a fucking coon. And it, I'm just like, bro. I've always liked and loved Terry Crews, but I have never seen any other black human being in my life, in my entire life, try to deface black people and try to change the the topic of or scenario of I mean or meaning behind what it is that they're doing. So during this whole Black Lives Matter shit, uh, not shit stuff going on, um, Terry Crews is just finding his way to keep forcing the issue of all lives matter. All lives matter. And duh, he's a Karen. He's a fucking Karen. And duh, Terry fucking Cruz. We know all. Li- you don't have to tell us that. You fucking imbecile. We we know all lives matter. 
We know that. We are fully aware. We're just saying Black Lives Matter too, bitch. And if anybody can't swallow that, you're fucking dumb. You are illiterate, and you're missing some brain cell that is needed in the human mind to concept any information. You're an idiot. You're saying, he he said, I hope that this Black Lives Matter doesn't turn into a black supremacy. Black people aren't racist. How can it be a fucking supremacy? They don't want to rule. They want to be equal, to, equal too. Equal, not overrun. <laughs> what the fuck? Damn, this ain't a battle for the who, who at the top. This is get from the top, bitch. Come to the bottom and come sit right by me. This ain't let me get on top of you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? This shit is crazy, bro. Terry Crews is a fucking weirdo. But anyways, I feel like Kanye West has just from the, what I've seen. I've heard much, and what I've heard is just probably PR shit, but he just seems like he has a, a underlying whatever benefits me, you know what I'm saying, type yeah. of mentality. And I'm scared that when we need something from Kanye, we need him to to really step up to the plate and look after us. I'm not talking about black people. I'm talking about all people. You know what I'm saying? Americans. Yeah, he may make a decision based off his emotion. He's a very emotional guy. Um, so, yeah, man, I don't know. Yeah, I feel it. I mean – definitely an interesting uh interesting guy i don't know if i don't know if i want him to be my president but i'm a big kanye fan and you know yeah, I, who are the, who, who's running with him i don't know exactly i don't know i don't know the <laughs> vp okay go ahead I'll let you finish your answer but um and i mean it's kind of cool that you know he said it on the vmas like fucking five years ago uh fucking kanye 2020 and now it might happen and I mean, you know, I fuck yeah. with it. I mean, he got goals, but yeah. I don't know if it's that's cute. Yeah, I mean, like uh, ambitious, Very ambitious, ambitious and cute. But uh, yeah, just Kanye. I mean, as much as I love Kanye as an artist, but mm-hmm. just as the leader of my country, I just don't know. Just even like the way he acts, just yeah. in rap, yeah. I just don't even know exactly. if I'm ready for his that. His history within the history of the culture. Has just not been. <laughs> it ain't been great. It ain't been great, bro. It's so many. It's so very controversial. I hate to say this, but it's very bipolar. <laughs> Absolutely, and that's and the he's problem. Bipolar. <laughs> that's the problem. You know what I'm saying? So uh, mm, I don't know, but uh, the reason I believe, matter, matter of fact, maybe I wouldn't vote for Kanye. But the only w- reason I would is because the funny shit is uh, f- funny shit about America. You have all of these young people. You can run for president at 35. They keep putting the oldest motherfuckers in <laughs> office. They just keep doing it. Joe Biden, Bernie Sanders. I mean, Bernie, obviously Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden. Joe Biden was vice president, but Bernie Sanders never, you know, got the chance. My nigga been running for years. Yeah, trying, but he can't fuck with the system. He gotta get the fuck on. But I respect Bernie. Donald Trump, oldest shit. Um, I got a question, real quick. Hot what, take. What's up? Do you low key want Donald Trump to get Corona? <sighs> I think it'll be funny. Like, just the shit that he talks about the coronavirus in and of itself. <laughs> Play and, all the and, fucking clips. And the fact that, you know, he, like, discontinued the pandemic team for the mm. Space Force fucking Star Trek shit. Yeah. Like, we got a fucking military base on the moon. It's just kind of ridiculous. But I don't wish him to get corona, but, I mean, if he does, I think it'll be kind of funny. Yeah. And I know that's kind of bad to say, but uh, yeah. I, I think I get a laugh at it. But, you know, I, I wish him a, a quick recovery. Um, I guess. <laughs> well, you're a little, you're kind, more kind-hearted than me, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm I'm not an evil person, but the human in me wants to control, um, or wants to, uh, you know how when somebody does something bad to you, 
and Donald Trump has never done nothing. He never punched me or kicked <laughs> me personally. <laughs> but um, you ever somebody did something you want instant karma? Yeah. Like you just you just waiting for some shit to happen to them. You might not even say it. You may just fucking hate in silence. Like bitch, I want you to fucking. I never do this, by the way, to regular. Like I've never done this to anyone that's I've experienced in my life. But I'm saying for that type of stature, for you to be running the fucking country, like when I remember when he was in the White House and he like turned all the lights off. Yeah. And they were like uh, breaking the glass in the White House. A little part of me was like, I hope they get it. Speaking of the White House, you know what's funny? Yeah. Like, I don't remember who it was, but you know, like how when a football team is a basketball team, they win the championship and they go to the oh White yeah. House. <laughs> that nigga had the Wendy's and the McDonald's <laughs> as the dinner. You know, to me, that's just racist. <laughs> <laughs> Man, what is that? That wasn't the most racist shit. <laughs> Let's feed the McDonald's and fucking win. Bitch, we eat this after every game we win. <laughs> this is a regular meal. For us. Man. Like, <laughs> Y'all could cable with something better than that? Yeah, man. Donald Trump get a steak or something, fucking medium rare. Y'all came out with the fucking McDonald's and Wendy's chicken nuggets and burgers. Man. Just, and like just the picture of the presentation of all the McDonald's. Trying to make Wendy's it look cute, set it so up funny. nice. Like, <laughs> you know, you ever seen Richie Rich? We had, I have not. Well, Shout out Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay though. Culkin had a fucking uh, McDonald's in his house. So he opened a fucking French door. There's fucking music playing. These kids are so excited because there's a McDonald's in the house. And that's what the fuck they reminded me of. Just, what do you think? They're going to come in there and be like, oh, shit, man. Look at all McDonald's, this McDonald's. no fucking way. <laughs> he got everything on the fucking menu, man. <laughs> <laughs> we were eating a day. We yeah, were eating bro, a day. Fucking stupid. But yeah, man, Kanye, fuck you. I just playing. I love you, but please don't do that. Don't do it to us. Please stay in the lane that you are in. We don't need you as a president. No one is asking. No one's calling. There's no call to action for you. No one is saying, Kanye, please come save us. <laughs> no one is doing it. I would rather have LeBron as my fucking president. Absolutely. If LeBron ain't running, I don't trust nobody that is. I feel that, man. <laughs> I don't trust nobody that that's is. That's the unofficial president right there. Yeah. LeBron James for everything. That's a that's a grown man right there. That is a grown man. Definitely. Big LeBron supporters on this Huge podcast. LeBron. That's, that's a black king man hey you know why they call him the king you know why they call him the king it ain't no reason hey but yeah but yeah. so uh hopefully 2020 you know we make it out in good shape it's gonna be tough but i am at a place spiritually where i am so like uh, i'm satisfied with who i am in the inside like i can't even explain the the amount of just joy and happiness I feel or like and I'm not all the way together like I still have years of work to be putting in to really you know what I'm saying experience what being a human is absolutely and the reason I said it is because um the universe I mean not universal I think a lot of people and a lot of humans and this is why I, I don't fuck with any type of um like legislation or anything is because a lot of the system is set up to where you you don't identify with how human you are. Yeah. And it's hard for people to wrap their heads around that because when you hear about the word meditation, you be like, oh, oh just people who want to sit there and be calm. <laughs> you think that. You really think that that's all it is. When you meditate, I swear to God, I swear to everything I love, 
you experience something within the human body without any sedatives, without any drugs, without anything. You feel your body. You feel your. You feel everything. You feel your energies. You feel everything. Your organs. It is. It's a breathing exercise. Mm-hmm. You have to be in control of how your lungs open and close. That is the. We all walk around every day, not even. Do you think about your pancreas? No, not at all. <laughs> not not a day goes by where I'm not just sitting there thinking about my pancreas. Veins in your arm, the yeah. muscles, the mechanics inside of your body that are working endlessly to make sure you're alive. No, nah, I do think about those parts, but the pancreas itself. I okay, know. that's a very specific part. But I'm <laughs> saying it was it was at one point. I remember I was like 16. Um, I used to pray because I used to see like people who were blind or deaf. And I used to be like, um, <laughs> I used to pray for every part of my body. I used to be like, thank you, God, for my ears and my eyes, my nose, my fucking legs, my lungs. <laughs> but that's just how in tune and grateful I am to be human and to be alive and thriving. There are so many robots and people who just exist. And you don't have to be a robot. You don't have to, you don't have to walk around in a sense of um, suicide. People who commit suicide are just not even aware of themselves spiritually. Because me, me and my sister talk about this all the time. Once you are aware of yourself spiritually, you understand that there would be no reason to death. There would be nothing to it. Like, no reason for it. <laughs> Absolutely. There is no reason for it. You know what I'm saying? But it's just, hey, man, like I say all the time, I don't like... I, it's me preaching this shit is just fucking stupid because if you if you want to tap in, then you will and you won't. And if you feel like, oh, shit, if I'm not tapped in and I'm a fucking bad person, that's not the case. But I'm just saying be aware that there is more to you than you fucking are aware of. And it's a lot of distractions that I don't want you to be aware of it. You literally, I would literally come home, just from a kid all the way into now. I would come home, I would be at work or be at school, I would be on my phone all day. I would get home, I would get on the TV watch TV all day. At what time do I have to actually think about anything? Mm-hmm. I am constantly digesting information given to me by who the fuck knows who. You know what I'm saying? Hearing people's conversation on TV, swallowing that and thinking that it's my life, it's my struggles, it is me, ba-da-da-da-da. No, once you detach yourself, and I, I did a practice for like a, I'm not going to lie, day, I'm not going to, I did it for a day. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but this is how undisciplined I am. Um, but I did this this one thing where you sit in the dark for an hour. You're supposed to do it longer um, as you get good, uh, better at it. I sat in the dark, no TV, cannot read anything, cannot listen to music. I just sat there with my own mind for an hour. When I tell you the brain is just so full of shit, you would think that, oh, I have enough time. I have this hour to just think about shit. No, it is the shit that has been stuffed into your head about all the shit that you consume replaying. You know <laughs> nothing. <laughs> you know nothing else. Fucking reruns yeah, on. You're just replaying conversations. You're replaying all of this shit. And the purpose of when you do it for a long time, your mind becomes still. And it is a power in manifest manifestation. You practice it for a minute. When you act, it's like water. Water is still until you throw a rock in it, right? When Absolutely. you throw a rock, there's a ripple, vibration. Something is traveling, right? Can you imagine a fucking someone throwing a, a Eiffel Tower in the fucking a pond? What's gonna happen? You think that water gonna ripple? Man, that shit ain't rippling. <laughs> the water is not moving. It's like it's just fucking, it's fucking blowing up. 
<laughs> there is no ain't gonna ripple. be no water left. There's no travel through any information to connect to anything. Nothing. You know what I'm saying? So imagine, and the way I think about it, if I can manifest things with the sound, not even the cluttered mind that I have, can you imagine what I can do when I learn how to make my mind sound and get rid of all of this fucking clutter? Can you imagine? And my goal is to do so. So when you see Brianna, di- listen, I always say what I'm going to do. So I'm going to do it here. When you see me with millions of dollars, uh, I'm not going to say anything materialistic because that is not what I'm striving for. Absolutely. Um, so when you see me with millions of dollars and you say, what the fuck, man? I do Brianna. And you think back to this fucking podcast episode. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or I'll remind you. Or I'll probably forget someone to bring it up to me. But, uh, <laughs> 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 but, uh, I always say things, and I believe firmly. It's not like I'm saying I say shit, and I'm like, um, "Well, there's a chance that this may or may not happen." When I say something, I already know as if un- subconsciously that it's already happening. It's already going to happen. That's how much belief I have in shit that I say. So yeah, I'm gonna be a millionaire, and I'm not saying it in a way like, "Oh, this is ambitious, Brianna." No, this is just my life. Look at me. Like, this is what am I doing? All of these things. Look at my ambitious mind since young. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I am designed for something. You are designed for something. We all here for a reason. Exactly. And your uh, reason may not be to be a millionaire. Maybe you can't even handle being a millionaire. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or maybe it is. E- anybody can be a millionaire. It doesn't matter. It can just happen because that was just supposed to happen and then some other shit was supposed to happen to you. But what I'm saying is, when I, my millionaire is going to be different, I'm going to be doing shit differently. Anyways, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's big <sighs> facts. You know, everybody out here got goals, man. All yeah. you gotta do is put your mind to it, and uh, all you gotta do is learn how to manifest. And I feel like there's like a there's like a problem with the because I mean, somebody be like, oh, I wanna I wanna be a rapper, and then they wanna have the gold chains and the fucking diamonds, VVS mm-hmm. the next day. I mean, yeah. it's like, all right, I better be fucking famous as fuck by tomorrow. Lumberginny. I mean, they want all that by tomorrow. I mean, you know that's cool. You know that's cool. And but it don't it don't work like that. It, man. Work it like takes that. time, and you got to be patient. Cause I mean, the more patient you are, the more you're gonna appreciate yeah. it. And just yeah. I mean, if it's something that you love, mm-hmm. then you're gonna take however long. You're gonna wait yeah. however long if you're you really let that love process it. Process really roll. If you believe, that's it has everything to do with belief. Exactly. <laughs> belief plays a huge part in the process. There was times in my life where. I believe when nothing was going my way, nothing was working for me. Zero, zilch. And I still believed, <laughs> like a fucking maniac, that I would be where I, I would achieve things that I have achieved now. You know what I'm saying? I am struggling. I'm sleeping downstairs on the fucking couch. In my head, I still believe I'm going to get an apartment and be where? Somewhere far where I am. I mean, not far, but I, everything that I've, exactly where I said. My plan was to move in with Isaiah at every struggling fucking night, every fucking night on that couch, waking up my fucking back hurting. It was always, all right, bro, this is town, but I know where I'm going. You know what I'm saying? And then, and then, and then you know, proof is in the fucking pudding. Actions speak louder than words, man. man. But uh, Halloween Kills. Did you I watch the trailer? I did not. Oh, my God. Let him burn. <laughs> but um, <laughs> Halloween is near and dear to my heart because <laughs> Halloween is my favorite movie of all time. Mm-hmm. And the 2018 Halloween that came out is the movie I've seen the most in theaters. I saw it six times. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I was a big fan. I loved it. I love every Halloween movie. I have mm-hmm. every Halloween movie. I've seen them thousands of times. Mm-hmm. But, unfortunately... 
you know, uh, Halloween Kills, the sequel to the 2018 Halloween, was supposed to come out in October of this year, but mm-hmm. due to COVID and all that shit, it is not coming out, and they push it back to 2021. Mm-hmm. So I was wondering, what you think, um, just the effect of the COVID and, you know, all these movies going to streaming services, mm-hmm. and you can watch it in your home for $20. Mm-hmm. How did, What do you think the effect is from that on movie theaters as a whole? Because me personally... I love going to the movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's one of my favorite things to do. I love being in there with a bunch of people mm-hmm. and feeling shit and feeling emotional with everybody. Right. And, you know, just the communal experience of being in a movie theater in that dark room and mm-hmm. just enjoying yourself. And it's a very passive experience, but it also it also feels active. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoy that. And I don't want to see it go away. But yeah. this corona shit, you know, scares yeah. me. Corona is definitely boggling down and it's changing things that we already knew would would come to. Exactly. And um, that's the thing. I already knew that school at some point would be online officially. You know what I'm saying? And this is just pushing that forward. Also, same thing with movie theaters. I'm very introverted, so I've never been a fan of like going to like uh, a movie theater. I've, I've went and um, I enjoy my experiences, but I, I never went out of my way to go to a movie theater to watch a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just different in the introvert. Not saying that I don't enjoy the experience, but just introvertedly, I'm just never seeking that. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, I mean, it still is a valuable thing. It was a valuable thing. And I just think this was happening inevitably. It was going to happen regardless. It was going to come a time where everything was just on the internet. Yeah. So, yeah, man. I mean, Unfortunately, I mean, yeah. you know, hopefully... uh. I've enjoyed the resurgence of drive-in movie theater, even though I'm not a big drive-in fan. I've mm-hmm. been to a drive-in movie a couple times. The sound comes through your radio, mm-hmm. and I enjoy the sub and all the sound effects and all the, right. just the great sound in the mo- that a movie theater can give you. Right, right. But the drive-in experience is cool because, I mean, you're in the car, you know, with whoever. You can be on a little date, whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's cool, and I like to see that they're coming back. Because, I mean, they really have no choice but to come back at this point. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it just concerns me because, like you said, the inevitability of the situation mm-hmm. because that's all everybody talks about is uh, fucking superhero movies only get made because that's all people see, which, I mean, there is some truth to that. Yeah. I mean, because, I mean, movies are so high. I mean, the tickets are at least, like, 15, and then the concession stand is fucking insane. Yeah. That is the biggest problem. That is, is the biggest problem. The concession problem. stand is <laughs> fucking is nuts. And I can't believe that is a thing that still exists, these fucking high-priced-ass items. Man. <laughs> like, they just don't, no one complains enough about it. I guess you get you just get in there, you get so obsessed with, I guess, whatever you're about to do, you're excited to see this film, and just everything else is just like, fuck that, we'll think about that later. Exactly. You know, it's just such a conniving fucking scheme. Con. <laughs> And so, I mean, obviously, and then, you know, a lot of people, um, like, not everybody enjoys the experience in the movie theater. Like, you know, niggas talking in the back, uh, phone going off. I hate those people. That's definitely disrespectful. The movie theater etiquette has to improve. It has to. And well, so it, may, it may never have to. <laughs> <laughs> and so people are all here for the movies coming to the streaming services. Like, mm-hmm. the $20 rental for a new movie. I mean, it makes sense because, I mean, let's say you got five kids. You want to take them to the movies to see that movie. It's going to be more than fucking $20. That. I don't and agree why with that. why is that? Because what if it's just me? I mean... I mean, yeah, but <laughs> I mean, if it's just you, it's not really cheaper, but I mean, if so it's more it than you. It don't work for the but people. But then again, if you think about it this way, um, so you go to the movie, the ticket's going to be at least 11 and Let's say you want a drink. You want popcorn? 
That's going to be at least 20 off the rip. Listen, <laughs> I get it, but this shit ain't working for me. I ain't buying shit, but it's slushy, and I'm going to sit my ass down. I don't buy no fucking popcorn like that. I don't buy no hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get a ticket, which I'll accept the 14 maybe $11. But I think that's crazy for a $20 fucking ticket. I don't give a fuck what they talk about. I don't care. Yeah, I don't I mean. care. You can pay. First of all, you got these streaming services where you pay up to $15 a month and you get new release shit. You get new movies <laughs> and you're on a streaming service. So why the fuck am I paying $20 for one movie? Crazy. Yeah, I mean, I feel you. I mean, I've, I've, I've entertained it. I'm, they just know. have to make sure they make that money back. Yeah. So, yeah. But, uh, like, but like just the inevitability of the subject. Cause I mean, me as a, filmmaker as a storyteller you know movies is my everything and obviously i want to see my movie on um theater screens but obviously i'm not particular in that way because i mean i've in a generation where streaming services are everywhere and the reach that streaming services have like you get your movie on netflix you're in every country in everybody's house and i mean Movie theaters don't have that reach because, I mean, you might make this little drama. they not going to put it in fucking New Zealand because right. ain't nobody going to want to see it in New Zealand. Right. So, I mean, and I get the change, and, I mean, I'm, I I guess I support right. it, but I'd rather, you know, I'd rather it stay the same. But, I mean, it was bound to happen eventually. And, I mean, we don't know if it officially happened because ain't no movies been releasing in theaters, so we, right. I mean, we don't know. But it, I just don't see how movie theaters will recover. It it won't be the same. It, it, it just won't be the same. same. It was I don't see how they will recover, um, because just of the social distancing and shit like that. It's just how you sit everybody in one room, um, to watch a film. Unless you give everybody a fucking cubicle. You give people a cubicle, then um yeah. <laughs> cubicle. <laughs> There's really no way of that really pretty much working out. But hey. Uh I don't know, man. It's just, and the whole thing with just other countries, you lose money just even then because each country has an algorithm yeah. that is not the same as America. So when you're in China and you're watching the Chinese Netflix, it doesn't even have the same shit as American Netflix. Mm-hmm. So when you're in Australia, maybe you have some shows, but you probably have more Australian content than American content. For sure. So, yeah, man. I don't know. But, well, yeah, and it's like, you know, they all they also call physical media um an ancient thing like you know blu-rays and dvds and i understand that because i mean it's so much easier to buy a movie on your voodoo or your amazon prime for however much and you can just click on it and play it you don't have to put a disc in you don't have to get it off the shelf i mean you don't have to do all this other shit Uh, but i'm an avid physical media collector i mean i have like 800 plus blu-rays and i and i'm proud of that and i don't want that to go anywhere but I just see the strength of the accessibility of not having to do all that. Because even myself included, mm-hmm. if there's a movie that I have on Blu-ray and it's on Netflix, mm-hmm. I'm going to watch it on Netflix. Because yeah. I, fe- I don't feel like getting up. I don't yeah. feel like putting it in the Blu-ray player <laughs> or putting it in whatever. Yeah. It's just um, some people have this collecto- collectible mindset where they just want to collect shit. And, you know, so you get I, I don't have it. Because it's just, I can't find anything interesting enough yeah. that makes me want to collect shit. Um, maybe electronics, when I get to afford every electronic in the world that I want. Uh, but yeah, I don't have that collectible mindset. Um, but just prepare yourself for pretty much nothing to be tangible. 
Yeah. Um, and it's like, um, you know, they always hyped up, you know, superhero movies and big budget movies are taking over the, the, the fucking world or whatever. And I feel like after COVID, I think that will be the case because like King of Staten Island, for example, which is a movie I really love starring Pete Davidson, it went straight to streaming for $20 and I paid the $20. Right. I don't regret it. I enjoyed it. I was a big fan. I want to watch it again. Might Might see it on film Fridays. You never know. But just movies like that, like the we'll dramas. Pay for my movie ticket. <laughs> I mean, it's twenty dollars <laughs> for everybody for the household. <laughs> but yeah. um, but yeah, I mean, just movies like that. I mean, just after Corona, I just don't see a family just going out and let's see this fucking fifteen million dollar comedy, this family life drama, just going out of our way to see it. I mean, see, but I think you're thinking too much of uh, just the kid aspect of things because there are adults. Who mm-hmm. seek those type of? And Dave Chappelle dropped the comedy on a streaming site where he was charging twenty dollars in the ticket sense of this is you buying your ticket. That shit is going to sell out. Oh, for sure. But see, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I feel like that movies like that will be oh, you're, transferred you're in just that way. What? Like they would be like, okay, instead of putting this movie into a thousand theaters, we're gonna put it on Amazon oh, yes. Prime for twenty dollars. Yeah. And so that's what I'm saying. I think that is a change that's going to happen. Oh, now, yeah. when you have your Avengers or your James Bond mm-hmm. or uh, any of your big budget action movies, then we're going to put that in thousands of theaters because people are going to go see it. And I think that is fucking evil. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> I mean, but it's unfortunate. Unless you rent out a fucking football stadium and you can sit everybody. You go to the Cowboy Stadium in, in California. You can just sit everybody in fucking different sections and they have well more than enough space to watch that movie, then I think that's sinister to just be like, oh, okay, these always make billions of dollars. Let's put yeah. it in there so it can continue to make billions of dollars. I think that's fucked up. And they, they've they been trying to do it. I mean, they've been saying they're going to reopen it this month, but now they're not because yeah, obviously the shit spiked up. up. Yeah. But, I mean, when it does reopen, you know where I'm going to be at because I'm going. I'm going to go because yeah. I know Christopher Nolan, one of my favorite directors, has a movie coming out. Mm-hmm. And that's supposed to be like one of the first movies to come out, and they keep pushing it back because they don't know when they're mm-hmm. going to be able to reopen. And it's called Tenant, and I'm I'm ready. I mean, it's been a minute. The last movie I saw was The Way Back, mm-hmm. which immediately hit streaming like two weeks later. Right. But I really enjoyed that movie. It's right. one of my favorite movies of the year. Can uh, I ask you a question? What's up? All right, I need you to really think about this. Okay. Put yourself in these shoes. Tap into your inner, your your inner, like you were there. <laughs> All right. <coughs> Imagine. Going to the movie theater. You're so excited. Some movie's coming out. You're like, oh, yes, this is back. Cool. You go watch that movie. The next day, you have a recall. Everybody, let's just say numbers came on tickets. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> They're calling everybody who bought a ticket and being like, 10 people caught Corona here. Mm-hmm. What feeling do you have? Are you just like, fuck it, because that's what I wanted to watch. And I was so excited. What feeling do you generally have in your gut that very moment? Ten people um, in that room, that theater that you were in, caught it. I'm definitely, um, I mean, I, I would have nobody to blame but myself because I chose to go and see that movie. But, I mean, it's just like, you know, I mean, we went to Florida a couple weeks ago and they had a big spike of cases. And, I mean, we weren't we weren't worried about it. I mean, we were just like, okay, we're just living life. And, I mean, so it's really in a, it's a passive sense of, okay, I don't think I'm going to get it. But, I mean, if I get it, then... Mm-hmm. We just have to go from there. No, I mean. I'm just asking you, how do you feel in that moment? So in that in moment, that are moment you saying, when I get I the got news, it, I'm going from there. 
I mean, I'm going to be like, I mean, you know, hopefully it ain't me. <laughs> I don't <laughs> want it to be me. But that's how you feel in your gut? You're just like, ah, hopefully it ain't me? Is that genuine? I mean, obviously too? I'm going to be upset. Like, I mean, I'm going to be like, okay, well, I'm going to be concerned and I'm going to be a little scared. Mm-hmm. But I'm and not. And all that is worse. Can I, get t- I can tell you one thing. What's up? Florida. <laughs> we went to Panama like two weeks ago, three weeks ago. And uh, I can genu- genuinely say it was worth the experience. Okay. And the reason I say that is because I just I just walk differently. And it may, it may be an arrogant fucking uh, mentality, but I just believe I'm protected by the most high. And I'm trying to get myself, though. Cause I don't want to. I don't want to get loose with my shit. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want to put myself in situations. And I was very, very loose in Florida, and so much so that when I got back, I just had to give myself a talk. Like, you've been moving real fucking wild. <laughs> <laughs> Strip clubs, fucking bars, mm. fucking the beach, store, no face mask. Close Zero. Contact. I ain't see one face mask in man, Florida. Went to the strip club. This fucking girl, man. She just she kept fucking wrapping her arm around my neck, trying to talk to me. I'm just not interested. Move. Leave me alone, please. I'm enjoying myself. So she keep like she's like, "Do you have any good time? You have any good time?" And at this point, she's about she's not one foot away, but she's not that close to me. She was close to me because obviously she had her arm around my neck. But this was the point that pissed me off. This is where everything just snapped in. I had a fucking vision moment where everything just played in my head. I seen the hospital. I seen the fucking bed. I seen fucking isolation. <laughs> fucking quarantine. I seen all of this shit play in my head when this. Ha- she turns to me. She breathes. I feel her breath go down my throat. And she's like, if my friend get on stage, are you going to throw money? <laughs> Inhaled that shit. You know, you ever seen the films where somebody's talking, but it's just faded? Yeah. <laughs> it just sounds like the ears are clogged. <laughs> I didn't hear shit, man. I'm just visualizing all of this shit, and I wanted to mush the mm. soul out of this fucking woman. I just wanted to mush her so hard and be like, back the fuck up. But yeah, at that time, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm wilding. I'm out of control. I'm wilding. I was, when we got back, bro, I fucking felt like shit. I was sitting on the toilet. I fucking, I had fucking stomach pain my fucking head was hurting i was extremely drowsy i have never been this tired in my life mm-hmm. i will wake up and i will go back to sleep i will go to the bathroom falling asleep on a toilet <laughs> man and then I'm, i come back and i sleep for hours i wake up i remember uh austin came by he was asking me how i went blah blah, blah. i just couldn't even he was like you, you seem low like your energy like i'm like i have no energy I don't have. I'm any. out of it. <laughs> I can't talk right now. Like, I'm my. You can just. I've never been so aware that I wasn't me. Yeah, at that moment, like my energy was so far from regular. So yeah, man, I was just so fucking scared, and I was googling symptoms. Symptoms is drowsiness, fucking yeah. feverish. I didn't have a fever, um, but yeah, man, it's diarrhea, oh. all of that shit. I'm sick, bro. Yeah. But let me ask you this: Do you think the world will be the same after um, COVID nineteen? Because I think there's such an increased awareness of germs and just how it spreads, just germs. And I just don't think, I think the protocols of, like, the social distancing and, like, just, like, the very organized way and, like, washing the Walmart carts before you use them, I think that will become <laughs> the norm from here on out, in yeah, my opinion. Even as loose, 
motherfuckers really I mean, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but yeah, but I get the it ideal. It was a lot looser before. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So the ideal of being more cleanly and respecting. First of all, I don't. Uh, uh-uh, I don't believe it's going. To, I think we're going to continue to have uh, within America because you have places uh-huh. like Italy who have no more corona cases. You yeah. know why? Because they actually social distance. They actually shut down every fucking thing and make people stay that. home. But in America, I think we are going to see where every season, this is going to be a seasonal spike. And we haven't even got to the season of sickness. It's hot as fuck outside. You imagine when it started getting cold? Everything, it ain't no sterilizing germs in the fucking winter. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so I believe that it's going to be a, a wave of continuation wave of Corona of up and down. Oh, no spikes here. Everybody get the back party in, get the fuck it outside. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Oh, fucking spike. And I definitely feel like, you know, when they said, you know, we shut down, bitch, we ain't shut down for real. I was still out there doing my same shit. I ain't shut down. I did not <laughs> shut down whatsoever. I ain't shut down since they said shut down. Man. And I mean, nothing me. changed. It ain't because of me. It's because they didn't shut shit down. Nothing, nothing stopped. Bro. Nothing stopped. And I just found that kind of weird. I was like, man, if you're going to do it, then yeah. do it for real. Like, don't exactly. just fucking, well, fucking Walmart and these essential workers can go to work, but y'all got to yeah. stay at the house, bitch. Do you remember when we had the conversation about Bernie Sanders uh, wanting to, um, like, tax taxpayers and wanting to basically make it to where it is a um, – like a, a democracy. I don't know if that's a word. Um, we are currently in a democracy. I know, but basically where he was saying, I can't remember what the fuck. Anyways, where, where they run shit. They control the government. Um, they give you money. They give you what you need. Ba-da-da-da-da, and no one can be rich. Remember we had that conversation? Yeah. This is why I was going so hard for Bernie. And the reason is because now you see the system of, we want money so bad, we we are refusing to acknowledge the health of all humans. We are willing to let thousands of people die because we cannot shut this. We cannot shut this motherfucker down. We can't shut it down because the moment we shut it down, we lose all money. This is what I was saying about how they put money higher than human life. This is what I mean. This is exactly what I was talking about when I was saying that. When you have a sick, when you have something like this in healthcare system, and you say, um, this COVID has affected more Black American citizens than any other race, and that is because these people don't have healthcare. They don't have healthcare to go fucking pay these benefits, stay in the hospital for a long ass time. Uh, um, yeah, they can go get checked into the, they're required. I mean, hospitals are required to see these people, but they don't have to keep them there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, it's just fucked up. And also a lot of the shit in these fucking, um, like bad, not bad areas, but I don't know the fucking word I'm trying to look for in these areas where it's predominantly black are still running casually. These businesses, these gas stations, these things did not shut down. They're not shutting down. People who work at fucking, um, whatever. In the communities of the black people, they're just not in a position to be protected right now. And it's because of the government. Mm -hmm. It is all government. You're not working, you're not making any money. I know for a lot of people who don't get unemployment, there's more people not getting unemployment than there is. There's 400 million people receiving unemployment. Mm-hmm. 
there's way more not you have these people in the hood or these people are in uh really they they were living check to check who are not receiving unemployment they're whoever their employer are they didn't sign them up for they didn't sign like they're just not receiving it and it's just i don't know man it's just fucked up this is why i was saying like i believe in what bernie was saying because if you have a system that's not based off money everybody gets equal opportunity and if government controls everything guess what it can shut down everything like it needs to be shut down. The government doesn't control everything. So you can have Brian, I mean, Brian Kemp saying, I'm shutting down Atlanta, but then you can have Governor Kuzmo, who just, they ain't, this is hypothetically, saying we ain't shutting down shit. Because we know Governor Kuzmo, Andrew Kuzmo, you know what it is. Government, no. the governor of New York. He shut down the whole city in New York. Brian Kemp is the motherfucker who was like, ah, nah, mm-mm. We'll sh- we shutting down, we got... The state of emergency, but we going to everybody get in the house at eight o'clock. You can do everything till eight. <laughs> do everything till eight, man. <laughs> like what the fuck? Like what are you talking about? That's why the government doesn't control everything. You can this person say one thing, this person say thing. Bron- I mean, then you got Donald Trump calling every fucking governor in the United States saying, "Listen, man, it's not that fucking serious. It ain't that fucking deep. Don't shut it down. Don't shut your city down." Blah, 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 blah. And the c- scariest part is Donald Trump. He he pushed an image of this isn't that serious. Yeah. Now, can you imagine all Donald Trump supporters? This is why they say this is why they're rioting with their fucking mask. They're like fuck mask. They got their guns out. They in police face pushing them. But like I'm not wearing a fucking mask. Got all these fucking Karens out there going crazy because she don't want to put a mask on. This is all because Donald Trump. These are all Donald Trump supporters who are like Donald said no. But now you have Donald saying I never said that. I'm just like, man, <laughs> and the people are too far gone to be like, oh, shit, he said he never said that. Let's put our face mask on. No, uh-uh. They were already too fucking hyped up. I so this country it. just has a long-ass way, long way. It's going to be some traumatic, dramatic-ass shit to happen before it resonates in people's brain of how to operate morally. Yeah, Because absolutely. this country has a huge moral morality problem. Money outweighs everything. Pedophilia is the highest ranking money fucking transaction thing in America. Not drugs. No. You think it's drugs. No. Look at the commodity on a child. $14,000 to $20,000. A child. Yeah, this country is fucking sick. Yeah, man. Man, you got to stay safe out here, man. You got to protect yourself. Um, Got to wear a mask. Got to wear a mask. (laughs) More of a story. Man. You gotta protect yourself, <laughs> gotta man. Protect yourself. And I've been pretty loose on my mask wearing. Yeah, I'm gonna tap in, man. I gotta tap I've been, in, I've bro. I've been being a lot more aware. Like, if I'm not feeling well, every time somebody, a customer, like, depending on who the customer is, I like, I'm getting better, but I'm not the best at it yet. But when certain people come in, I put my mask on, and then I'll deal with them and all the other shit. When I walk to the gas station from work mask on don't touch the doors when i get back immediately sanitize my hands i've been trying to practice getting better at that i think in the home we we need to practice being more like sanitized absolutely i agree i agree but yeah you know this concludes the fourth episode of the super f podcast wear your fucking mask wear your fucking mask protect yourself out here stay mindful stay moral you know show love be happy. Find happiness. All that. All that. 
Go to the movies. <laughs> 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 but uh, but yeah, man. But, um, this is Isaiah Davis. <laughs>